The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for this 24th day of October 2023. Uh, today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great uh, articles and great podcasts, such as it's Tuesday, so make sure you check out the Corner or the uh, Craft Brood Sports podcast tonight. Mike and the guys and uh, getting it on tonight. That's always a good show there with the guys from Craft Brood Sports. Uh, that's at BellyUpSports.com. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your day each and every day from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. We appreciate it all as it goes. Uh, kind of yesterday, me and uh, I forgot, we was it during our uh, On This Day moment, the Toronto Blue Jays won their first World Series, or the second World Series, first at home uh, 30 years ago today. And last night, Dave and I did a little uh, last call at the 1420 Sports Bar. We started reminiscing about the, uh, after after we got done recording, we decided to record it and uh, start reminiscing about 30 years ago and where you were and everything else. And every every uh, every baseball fan across Canada who's my vintage or or a little older, a little bit uh, younger, whatever, remembers exactly where they were. So me and Dave, uh, we decided to record it last night and had a, a few laughs about where, where we were, what we were doing, and the memories that we have of that uh, of that great Blue Jays team and that great Blue Jays uh, dynasty that they had and that, that was going on for a couple of years. Too bad they couldn't have keep, kept that team together. But me and Dave uh, had it going on last night. We talked about it. So I thought we'd, uh, we'd do something a little bit different here at 1420 in the morning today. And I uh, replay that interview for you guys who don't uh, normally listen to the entire podcast because I know how that that's how I am when I when I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I don't get to the very end of it. It's just kind of the way things go. You, know, you get tired of you listening to the same old thing. But it was uh, a lot of fun listening to uh, Dave and I talk about that last night and reminiscing about the old times. So uh, so here it is uh, from last night's 1420 uh, Sports Bar podcast. Here it is, uh, Dave and I talking about the uh, World Series Championship of 1993. Quick a minute. 14.20 after dark. A little bit of uh, last call here at the 14.20 Sports Bar. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. We were about to call tonight here. But uh, Dave, 30 years ago today, Joe Carter. Touch them all, Joe. He hit a home run, scored Ricky Henderson and Paul Molitor in the uh, in the bottom of the ninth inning to lead the Toronto Off a wild Jays. thing. Off the wild thing, Mitch Williams to, to, to get the World Series the first time been hoisted in uh, the, to, to be victorious in Canada. This two-time World Series champion. Where were you 30 years ago right now? 30 years ago, it would have been, honestly, right? It's like 9.30. I'm looking at my uh, at the time. It was 9.30. Um, I played soccer for a, a club team here in Lethbridge, Alberta, the Croatian. And the Croatian community here have, have a hall and whatever. And I'm not Croatian, but I played for their team. And they had a soccer banquet. And, like, like it, it, it was adult soccer, but it was also kind of like a mini, like a, a banquet. They had the most valuable player. And then all the Croatians who would come out and support, like, when I say all, there was probably about 100 people at this banquet <laughs> and the whole soccer team. And it just happened to be the Saturday of, of this game against the, the Phillies and the Jays. 
and they had a tiny little fucking tube TV. There was no, there was no laptops. No one had a cell phone. Like it was honestly a, a, a 12 by 12 inch screen in the kitchen. And we would take turns like fucking going back and forth to say what the score of the game was, what the score of the game was. And then when the home run was hit, I never saw it live. But the, the guy whose turn it was in the kitchen, oh, holy! And then in the kitchen, there was like now, there's room for six. There was like 18 of us in there watching the replay over and over and over again. It was, it was, I'll never forget watching that home run from the, the, the kitchen of the Croatian Hall in Lethbridge, Alberta. It was an amazing night. Like I remember, I was in Bonnieville, Alberta, where was, we were playing hockey that night, and uh, we just got off the ice. We probably lost by 106 goals, whatever it was back then. But got off the ice and went upstairs to the to the lounge where the uh, the sponsors sat, and we were watching the game. I think we were, we were more worried about getting the game done that night than, than playing hockey. And uh, went upstairs and watched the, watched the end of it, and watched Joe Carter hit that home run. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was a it was a even if you if you weren't a Jays fan in Canada, being a sport, being a Canadian, because you remember the you, the year before where the uh, when they were where Atlanta, Dave Winfield hit the du- the double, yeah. The, in Atlanta, the year before they had the, the the flag upside down. I didn't give a shit. Who cares? But it, people were like, well, be there. They're looking down on Canada. It's like whatever. But then it was uh, it was it was it was so great because it was it was us against them. And it's not not there. There was Ed Sprague, not Ed Sprague, but there was one Canadian on the uh, on the Blue Jays back then. But it was us against them, and it was a, a great. It was a bonding moment that we had in Canada that for those two seasons. Ninety three was so great, and then when Joe Carter hit that home run, it was something else. And uh, I still, and I, I'm, I'm a baseball dork. I have still yet to see the actual baseball in the the main pitcher. That you see in the video all the time. I'm sure it'll be on TSN and everywhere else tonight. I've still yet to see the baseball when it actually leaves the playing surface. I have never seen it. I'm sure I'm turning my head and talking talk because I talk a lot, but I've never actually seen the physical baseball where it landed when it uh, cleared the fence at, at the Sky Dome that night. Never seen it. You know Look what? I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I will. Like, I'll watch it again. I've never seen the Touch ball. them all, Joe. Like, I forget who yeah. the guy. But you know who else was at that banquet? Um, been a guest on the show, John Mantello, who came oh, really? to the Yankees. Yeah, he was there, and he was like, "Fuck the Blue Jays! Fuck, I hate the Blue Jays!" He I, was salt. He was salty Yankee fan that night. Me and uh, not you know, friend, another friend of the show, Mike Davis. He was at that game with uh, with Decker. I can't remember Decker's first name. I met him a couple of times. Everybody's last names and nicknames back then. And Niner was at that game. And uh, he, we were talking a couple times about doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. And that's the only game that his buddy Decker, who he went to school with at Western University of Western Ontario, that's the only baseball game Decker's ever, ever been to in his life. Ever. <laughs> that's a hell of a game. Pretty and good also, gig. And also gig. The only, the only time Decker's ever curled was in the Formicaw bond spill. Do you remember that? Yeah, good thing. De- Decker, uh, if, if everyone knows, you're probably not. If everybody knows Decker, can't remember your first name, but uh, if you, it wasn't for Fort McLeodians, uh, you wouldn't uh, have got, been to that, that Jays World Series game and the uh, and curling in Fort McLeod. So there it is, the Decker, yeah. And so, if you ever have an opportunity to go as a sporting event with Decker, 
go because it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be a good time. No, it's crazy. That it was thirty years ago. Thirty years ago, and everybody was ago, a Jays yep. fan, except, except for, for John, John John Mantello. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been thirty years since that all happened. Touch them all, Joe, and jumping around, and yeah, and the. Uh, Paul Mulder was such that team was so good, so good, and like you know that Philly that Philly team was fun. Uh, you know it was a fun team with Lenny Dykstra like, and Dalton and Croc and Mitch Williams, and I think uh, wasn't uh, Salty um, Bloody Sock guy on that too? I yeah, think, that's I where think, he started before I think he went. Shilly was on that yeah, team. Was too, on that. Yeah. They were they were grease balls, kind of like that Phillies team is now. That Phillies team better win a couple of games here, or else there's going to be another team if they don't win tomorrow night. Well, they they got one more game, and you know it, it's not against the Phillies. I wanted I want to cheer for the Phillies, but I can't cheer for Bryce Harper. Oh, He's I'm so... gonna I'm I might go buy a Phillies hat tomorrow. And that'll, be, and, that'll, and that'll be the fourteen so twenty kiss of death. That'll be the fourteen twenty kiss of death. Buy a Phillies hat like you have your Orioles hat on right now. That'll be it. So, uh, yeah, go buy a Tug McGraw shirt or something like that. I met him, eh? I Did met he? Tug McGraw in 1997 in Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, he was at some fantasy camp, a Phillies fantasy camp. Did he uh, ask you for a smoke? No, in the same. I would have asked him, but I, there were people watching. So <laughs> there was uh, there was a uh, the same complex I was at pro, pro umpire school at. Tug McGraw was doing a Phillies, uh, one of those fantasy camps, and he was a dick. He was a fucking dick. Like he, he made kind oh, yeah? of. He goes, "So you're an umpire?" Like to me and a couple other, a couple other guys were in school there. He was, "So you're an umpire?" I said, I'd like to be. So I'm kind of inspiring. Well, here's what I do at umpires. He went on some tirade. It's like, <laughs> right on, dude. Like, okay, man. Yeah, he's a dick. But anyways, well, good for you. Yeah, the Jays. Thirty years ago. Thirty years—that—that's the last time. So they—they—they ha- they, they haven't touched them all in thirty years. Where do you, you go know? after that—that that, uh, banquet? Do you remember? Uh probably Ezzy's. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't celebrating the the the, the season. Actually, you know, we might have closed down. You know, with the the Croatian um, community here in 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 Southern Alberta, they treated their soccer players well, with, of which I was one. So you didn't touch your fucking wallet. So I think we I think it might have been a cab from the Croatian Hall. Um, there, there, the Croatian Hall at that time was like the office building for the for the building of the cabinet plant. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That little brick building. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was the that was the Croatian Hall at the time. Yeah. And so Cavendish had to buy that for him. And in the no, I was I was part of that whole ordeal when they were doing that. Yeah, it's a fucking yeah. Thing. Out of, okay, get out the gym. We'll call it a night for at fourteen twenty after dark, uh, or post game, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, out of Whamco, White, Henderson, and take over. Obviously, Ricky was the best of them, but of those Jays, like the Jays team, the, the White, so White, Henderson, Alomar. No, it's White. Molitor. No, Henderson led up, and then they do, we'll do Whamco. White, Henderson, Alomar, Mar- Molitor, Carter. Old who was the best one of the bunch? And not well, uh, and Ricky's Rick, out. obviously all time, but Paul that Molitor. season, Paul Molitor. Oh, what a player! That guy can fucking he hit doubles like a motherfucker. Never struck out. Um, leader on and off. He 
He was there. He was a hired gun. He was the ultimate hired gun. Yeah. He would have played for the Brewers till he died, but he wanted to win some World Series. And fuck, all he did was hit 346 and never strike out. What a player. What, what a, player. a player. MVP that year in I 93. Yep, quiet. In the World Series. Unbelievable. Yep. Yep. Leader, leader from the front. And uh yeah, like I like I love love Paul Wong. That team was good. That, that team, team was, was so, so good. fucking good. Yeah. They had a and, uh they they blew a five-run lead in the sixth that night. And the, the, the Phillies went out actually up that night, six five. And then it was a three-run shot to win the game eight six in the ninth. Mm-hmm. What a game. No, it was, well, that it was, was awesome. That was also this like game one or two. Did the Jays win a game like 15 14 where uh 15, Todd scrubbed yeah. his chin? Yeah, nose dived <laughs> into third base and scratched his face and then uh, Devon White made that unbelievable catch on the wall, and uh, what that's a- all Devon White did. Like, you know, defensively, Devon White is in my per in my mind. I don't know, I don't have analytics, but Devo White can play center field on my team anytime. That guy made hard catches look easy continuously. Oh, he was good. Jeez, that Fox, they were good. good 30 years so ago. good. Was Tony Fernandez was Tony Fernandez on any of those teams? Who was was on the ninety two team, not ninety three? Who played short like Ed Sprague and and, uh, Kelly Gruber played third, and Gruber played third too. Third. No, Gruber only played ninety two. Sprague played ninety three. Allred was on first. Fernandez was on at short in ninety three. Okay, but not I in ninety. I can't remember. Yeah, neither can I. Was it Malder? Did Malder didn't play short? Well, he DH. Who played? And okay, because you, so you, you had Carter you had and Devo in the outfield with who? Who was the third outfielder? Rick. Oh, Ricky, right? Rick yeah. played left. <laughs> Rick. Yep. Hey, Rick, just hunting down. We all play. Mad, mad for hire, Rick. You wonder what he's like. We'll, we'll call it a night. Here Isn't that nutty? I can't. I can't remember. I can tell you the the Jays lineup right now, and then the only the only position I can't remember is like it, it's shortstop, and it, it was. Totally, I think it was Fernandez. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but no, it was Fernandez because it, it was Fernandez because he got he had a five RBI five RBI night. In that game against the Phillies when they won 15 14. It was and he was just short. yeah, Tony. He drove the occasional, but he's like was one of those slap hitters. Because they brought him back from San Diego. That's how they got Alomar and Carter. But Alomar and Carter were there like the five years beforehand, though, right? Like, yeah, so he's they sent him they sent, they sent him, him and the crime dog time. Fred yeah, McGriff and the crime, to San yeah. Diego and fucking yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Can't remember what a fucking supposed to get for breakfast tomorrow. And who uh, caught? Oh, Pat Borders. Patty Borders. He's World a Series MVP. He played third base for the Mets Hat Blue Jays down the road in in 1989 <laughs> in, in the Pioneer League. Pat Borders, good player. Well, Big water chewing his yap. I can only oh. imagine. He looked like a, just a farm kid. That's I like what he that. was. 
Anyways. Yeah. There's the last call at the 1420 Sports Bar. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll talk to you again on Thursday night. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Yeah, a little trip down memory lane there for you. The last night for the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, me, Dave and I reminiscing about the Jays' uh, 93 World Championship team. Uh, maybe might, might have been some alternative facts in there, but still a lot of fun to reminisce about that stuff. And that those Jays teams were so fantastic. And uh, 30 years ago, probably today, uh, most of the nation was uh, nursing a bit of a hangover because 30 years ago yesterday, the Toronto Blue Jays won their second consecutive World Series at home on the Joe Carter. Touch them all, Joe. Uh, going around the, the base. Everybody, everybody remembers that one. The Canadian baseball fans, young and old alike. So anyways, let's get to uh, On This Day's and some birthdays. On this day in 1996, the final baseball game the Atlanta Braves would ever play at the Atlanta Fulton County Coliseum occurred in Game 5 of the World Series as the New York Yankees faced the Atlanta Braves in front of 51,881 people in Atlanta. The two teams faced off against one another after the Braves' heartbreaking loss 24 hours prior while they where they blew a six-run lead and lost the game 8-6 in 10 innings. In Game 5, the Yankees sent out Andy Pettit to try and put a stranglehold on the series, and Braves legend John Smoltz took the mound for the Braves. Uh, the two put on a pitching duel for the agents. Pettit went eight and a third, giving up five hits while walking three, and Smoltz went eight strong, four hits and three. The only blemish of the night came in the top of the fourth inning when Cecil Fielder hit a one-out double to score Charlie Hayes that reached base earlier on of uh, error to Marquise Grissom in center field that allow uh, Hayes to advance second base. John Wetland got the final two outs of the game to record the save, giving the Yankees a 3-2 series lead and a chance to win the World Series, which they did. Two nights later in the Bronx, you remember it well, 1996. What a uh, what a team that one was. Everything else, the celebration that that occurred in the Bronx a couple nights later. Anyways, uh, happy birthday to Corey Dillon, born on this day 49 years ago in Seattle, Washington. Dillon went to University of Washington after two years at Community JUCOs in the area. And went on to set to set a UW record uh, in, in a single season record for TDs with 24 and rushing yards with 1,695 in 1996. The Cincinnati Bengals selected Dylan in the second round, 43rd overall, and the season he uh, became the NFL. A record holder by, by, over Jim Brown for 40 years when he rushed for 39 TDs or yeah, 39 TDs, 246 yards. Uh, and then broke Walter Payton's, uh, Payton's record of 275 yards with 278 of his own versus Denver in 2000. In 2004, he was traded to the New England Patriots and set a career and franchise record with 1,635 yards and 12 TDs. Dylan won a Super Bowl with the Patriots in Super Bowl 39 over the Eagles and was a four-time Pro Bowler in his career. Happy birthday to NFL great Corey Dillon. Man, I struggled through that one. Tried to talk a little too fast, a little too much coffee this time of the morning uh, for 14, 20 in the morning. But uh, there's happy birthday and some uh and uh and birthdays and on this day 14 20 in the morning there we go i've been to 56 straight home games i've tailgated 61 times i've been to 31 practices i've collected 17 autographs i've had 27 beers built on me make that 28 I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. 
I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Best bet brought to you by BetUS.com, where the game begins at BetUS.com. Use promo code 1420BetUS for 125% bonus today at BetUS.com. All 32 teams across Nash Hockey League are in action tonight. Staggered start, so why not get in the action tonight a little bit on our own? The uh, Toronto Maple Leafs travel to Washington to play the lowly Capitals, and Alex Ovechkin still looking for his first goal of the season. He won't get it tonight. Take the Leafs to win that game. The Colorado Avalanche travel to Long Island to take on the the undefeated Colorado Avalanche. Actually, 5-0. and They take on the, the, the Islanders tonight on Long Island. Take the Colorado Avalanche Avalanche to win tonight, no matter what they're going to, that's a, a wagon of a team they got there in Colorado, and to finish things off, the Seattle uh, Kraken travel to uh, Detroit to face the Red Wings, Red Wings can't seem to lose, but Take the Kraken tonight. The Kraken win tonight in in in, uh, in Detroit. Put down twenty bucks. Win yourself ninety seven dollars sixty four cents. That's Toronto, Colorado, Seattle. Twenty gets you ninety seven sixty four. Uh, put twenty dollars or get uh, go to betus.com. Sign up tonight and get yourself one hundred twenty five percent sign up bonus by using promo code one four two zero. BetUS at BetUS.com today. But remember, if you're going to play, be sure to play responsibly at America's Favorite Sportsbook, where the game begins at BetUS.com. Hope you guys enjoyed 1420 in the morning. A little bit different here. Uh, something we got, I thought about doing uh, for a while, but we got that uh, what happened yet last time on the show. A little after hours for you guys. Uh, last call, the 1420 Sports Bar, and I had a little uh, trip down memory lane for those of you who remembered what went on those days. Uh, thank you, everybody who, who listens to this show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and all that, guys, and then go to uh, SeatGeek.com and use promo code 1420 pod to, to save us 20 bucks today. Thank you very much for everybody listens. Uh, I got a guest coming on tomorrow. Then on, on th- uh, Thursday, there's uh, Brian German- Germanero from uh, Belly Up Sports. He's going to be join- joining me uh 1420 in the morning to talk about the New York Rangers and their start of the season and how they're going to uh, get going. And we got another guest coming up on Friday to talk some Ottawa Senators. So 1420 in the morning, we've uh, got a lot going on here. Got an intern starting very soon as well. So it should be a lot of fun getting things going and rocking and rolling here at 1420 World Headquarters. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.